Burnout is real. It finally hit me, so it's time to talk about it. I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, my A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This, two, is one. The Real Brian Show. Welcome, welcome. You know, I was told that I have serious burnout and that I need to stop ignoring this whole thing and do something about it right now. Take it seriously. You know, as you may have noticed, or maybe you haven't, I I don't know. uh, We haven't been around in a while. It's been about a month now. So we're back today, though, and we're going to be talking about burnout and what the future looks like for The Real Brian Show. So definitely stick around for this. Oh, and by the way, towards the end of the episode, Captain has his review on Avatar the way of water. So we're going to have fun with this. All right, you ready? Let's rock it. I did nothing. I did absolutely nothing. And it was everything that I thought it could be. Welcome, Captain Influence is one of my favorite quotes. (laughs) The power of doing nothing. Oh, man, you know, big believer. It gets me it gets me thinking, you know, this whole idea of burnout. And it's like, you know, I was thinking office space and he's like, I don't I don't think I'm going to go in anymore. Like, we're just not going to are you going to quit? Nah, I'm just not going to go. Don't you get fired? I don't know. How are you going to pay your bills? You know, I don't like paying bills either. So I don't think I'm going to do that. (laughs) What will you do? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Oh, my gosh. I did nothing, and it was everything I ever thought it could be. I feel like that's a mantra sometimes, you know, a good rest sometimes. mantra. Sometimes. O- yeah. Only for a while, though, because after you do nothing for too long, uh, most people are going to get a little antsy about it, you know? I mean, like, I, I don't think, you know, like my dad, when he retired, and I'd be the same, I would be the same way if I ever retired, which I won't. I just, I'm just not in a job where I can retire. But yeah, my dad, when he retired, he uh, just kind of hung out for a couple months, and then he could not stop working. So, I mean, he he had to get back to work. So, you know, I feel like human beings are made for a purpose. Like we're, we're meant to have a purpose of some kind that is meaningful. It's fulfilling. It positively benefits others. I mean, really, like I believe that now most of us don't do that. That's the problem. But I believe that we actually are meant for that. And so, you know, you see a lot of people that when they retire, bad things happen. Or you see people who aren't working and they're depressed and they're dealing with stuff like that. And, and that's part get, of the reason, get, you know, get into, they get into drugs. And yeah, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. And you don't have to work a job to have a purpose, because like I said, I think a lot of jobs aren't purpose filled at all. I think they're just a means right. to an end, you know, but then find purpose in something else, you know, whatever that may be. Yeah. And that's that's individual. And that's the thing. But it's and, and here's the other thing. Like, I'm, I'm hearing a lot lately about this whole I don't know if you've heard this, but it's the whole do what feels good to you. Do what you want. Um, Work on yourself this year. In fact, I can't tell you how many people I've heard from this year who are saying, I'm just going to, what did they say? Like, I'm just going to focus on myself for 2023. And I thought (laughs) that is. That's a little vague. (laughs) About as as self-centered as it gets, you know, and and here's the problem with that, though, is there's nothing wrong with self-care, right? Self-care is really important. You need to Very take care of yourself. Yeah. You need to get your rest. If your cup's not full, you can't fill you know, someone else's cup. True. But when you're focusing on yourself, then you're selfish. You're self-centered. And that's all you see is what's in your little bubble. And there's a, there's a little bit of a fine line there. But self-care, good. 
focusing on yourself, bad, right? So, but there's that, yeah. that that's going around right now and it's rampant and everybody's doing that. And they're so self-centered and looking inward that they're just like oblivious to anyone else around them. And it's hopefully, very unhealthy. Hopefully it's a fad. I'm really hoping it's a fad I hope so, man. because it just doesn't make any sense to, I mean, it's just, it's not sustainable, obviously. So, no. uh, and like, yep. and like also, uh, you know, people, a lot really commonly now the advice to people is general advice to people is, you know, for careers, the do what, do what you, it's similar, like, like do what you really are passionate about yeah, or, do what feels good. and, and if that were the case, then you wouldn't be able to call a plumber anymore 50 years from yeah. now or an electrician mm-hmm. or a, get, a, get some welding done about those. See, that's the thing. I know p- people that are passionate about plumbing. A handful. Sure. But, yeah, but not like, enough, not enough that. to be on. Yeah, there aren't enough to be enough plumbers, right? Which is a really yeah. dirty job and kind of a yeah, thankless job. So, I know. Uh, it's true. Yeah, I, I was thinking about this too because uh, I, I did hear this many years ago from Pat Flynn, by the way, who's uh, I like him, but he said, you know, doing what you're passionate about is great, but also taking it even a step further and saying doing what you will be okay doing, like something that you can have some level of interest in, is is okay too. You know, there's nothing wrong right. with that. But also the doing what feels good. Let's just say emotions betray us and they are <laughs> oh, not yes, they to do. be trusted. <laughs> and so if you're doing what feels good, then you're going to screw a lot of people, including yourself over. It will happen. And I, th- I mean, and I think most people will figure that out over time. Honestly, I, I mean, you just can't, I'm you not can't, it. You, you can't sustainably focus inward for, a, I don't think for a long period of time. Most no, people can't. I think what happened, I mean, well, so what happens, I think, uh, and, and this is based on just observation, People focus inward, then they get down on themselves because they're focusing inward and that they're not doing anything that's, again, meaningful or for anyone else. And then they start to get into that discouragement phase. Then it turns into depression and then despair. And then you get caught in the circle and then you never yeah. really get out of it unless you have the, the strength to get out or the uh, or the help, you know. Uh, and that's right. the problem. I've seen so many people that have yeah. been stuck in depression for so long Um which, a vicious circle, yeah. Yeah, and okay, being someone who's struggled with depression at times in my life, it's a very self-centered phase. It just is. You're you're sure. you're you're down on yourself, you know. Well, poor me, pity me, everything sucks. Right. I, I'm not worth yep. anything. It's all self-centered. Yeah. Now I get why it happens because again, sure. I've been through it. I know what I know what it is. But the way out is to stop focusing on yourself and to stop allowing those thoughts into your head. And it's not easy. And sometimes You're it's right. almost impossible, but it's just that that's the way out. And so, and also get, having perspective, there, yeah. having perspective is a big, big part of that. When I, when yeah. I get down on myself and it happens, like, like you said, it happens to everybody, yeah. uh, most everybody. Hey, happy new year, by the way, you know, yeah. it's been happy new year. a month since we've been here. And uh, this is the longest period of time I've taken off from the show in six and a half years. Somebody was asking me that. And I was saying, I think, I don't think I've taken more than a week off from the show since uh, 2016 which probably not the healthiest thing in the world because part of the other issue is that as an entrepreneur, I don't stop thinking about the show or other things that I'm doing. It's like, even when you're taking a break or you're, you know, on a vacation or whatever, you're still thinking about it. You know, it's like the brain just, it's habitual. So I want to talk about that here in a minute. Um, But anyway, happy new year. I hope 2023 is off to a great start for you. And one of the things I wanted to talk about too, is for those of you who have been supportive of this show and of us too, by the way, throughout 2022. Thank you. If you've supported through Patreon, buy me a coffee, or you've just given us some great emotional and, uh, you know, just that general like pat on the back support. Really appreciate that. Honestly, it's meant a lot. And and you know who you are, by the way, and I really appreciate you. So thank you. For those of you who have supported on the buy me a coffee keyboard fund, 
Here's the mm-hmm. worry not, by the way. I know, like, we haven't seen the music. What's going on yet? Well, the cool part is I've been doing a ton of playing for church and a lot of Christmas-related activities and stuff like that. And so I have gotten so much confidence and excitement and passion back for the creativity and the idea of, of possibly composing again. So that it's been kind awesome. of working its way up and it hasn't really quite been there, but it's like, it's finally there. And so this whole idea of the music, it's going to happen sooner than later. And for those of you who have directly supported, I'll be reaching out to each of you individually and saying, here's a song, check it out. What do you think? You know, so you'll, you'll get a copy of that before anyone else does. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So it's gonna be fun. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, Captain, you have your Avatar The Way of Water review coming. It's going to be towards the end of the show. So so stay tuned for that. Don't go anywhere. But dude, let's get into burnout, man. We kind of got into this. This is one of those conversations that it's going around right now. And I know a lot like of people. The flu. Yeah, it's it's a pandemic, right? Uh, <laughs> people have been burning out because of what happened in 2020. Interestingly, yes, I've been burning out since 15 years ago and and I'm not exaggerating either. Like it's been a ongoing burnout, like significant situations, traumatic situations going on throughout the years that I've just been like, dude, I'm going to push through this. I'm good. I got this, you know, I'm young. Right. And then uh, this is so funny. I've literally, I'm not kidding that 2019 was a tough year. If you remember both my grandparents died like a month apart, our kitchen flooded, you know, a lot of other things happened to us externally And I remember getting towards the end of 2019 and going, dude, I'm exhausted. Like this was a tough year to get through. And I remember New Year's Eve going, 2020 is finally going to be a great year. (laughs) We're going to have a great year. (laughs) It should have been. And then COVID hit. And I'm just like, (laughs) it's it's just been one thing after another. Some of you have been through this too. Have you gotten COVID yet? I forget. Yeah, I've had it. Well, I've had it once for sure and probably twice. Okay. The second time it showed up negative, but I'm pretty sure because it was exact same symptoms. So, yeah. So it's like, I know others who have dealt with or are dealing with burnout and you're, I'm sure there are many people watching and listening that yes, this is going on. And of course with 2020 and on, most of us have probably dealt with it. But you know, when you go through it for 15 years, it takes a toll on you. And the more you ignore it, the more bad things start to happen and don't go away. So like a snowball effect kind of. It does. Yeah. Right. And I was going to talk about the what's happened actually in the last couple of weeks. So, you know, we we took those two weeks off at Christmas. I came back January 2nd and I was just like, literally the first words out of my mouth. I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I can't do this. I, I'm exhausted. I've taken two weeks off, but I've not really been good about it because I kind of, oh, yeah, somebody emailed me. Oh, yeah, I want to meet with you. Oh, yeah. Okay, fine. No boundaries. Just like, okay, whatever. So even though I'm taking two weeks off, I'm still working. And the first week off, I literally worked the whole week back to back. And I was just like, what just happened? Well, that's my own fault. I let it. So second week was a little better, but still not 100% off. So yeah, January 2nd, I'm just like, I can't do this. I can't go back to the show right now. I just can't do anything. And kind of process through that. And then the next week, and then, you know, here we are today and stuff. But last Friday, so a week ago, airing of this show, I was told that I had a pretty severe burnout and that I was very strongly encouraged to quote, shut the doors of my business. Those quote, those words uh, for a brief period of time to rest and recover. And I thought, yeah. and he's like, you know, know, you've been pushing through this way too long. You've been ignoring the warning signs. This has been going on for 15 years, 2022. I kept saying over and over and over how tired I was. And I'm just like, I really need help. I need, I need somebody to take some of the burden off my plate. It didn't happen. Finally, I'm at the end, you know, it's like, this is what I got to do. Um, interestingly, captain, we have, uh, 
some specific friends, by the way, who have dealt with burnout and also high levels of stress and anxiety, which I think really kind of come together. They, they, they are kind of tied together in, in how the body responds to like cortisol and stuff like that. Sure. And not to mention a lack of rest. And so we have uh, a, a number of friends and then also people we know who have dealt with burnout and ignored it. And two of these friends, uh, I don't know if I told you this actually, but two of these friends are for, for basically lack of a better word, physically disabled. They're unable to work. And it was because of being chronically sick and then riddled with just constant stress and never resting and never letting their bodies heal and take care of, uh, taking care of themselves. Interesting. Yeah. And one of them is younger than me, but yeah, one, one of the people, she basically was let go and they said, you can't work anymore. And then the doctors have told her you're, you're unable to work for the rest of your life. You just can't, you're, you're kind of done. Wow. And no matter what she does, her body just won't heal anymore. It's kind of like it gave up. Dang. That kind of freaks me out. You know, um, another friend that we, we have, you know, able to work, same kind of thing, but has consistent health issues. And so, you know, might come up on, it's like, oh, it's a, I got to take a few days or even a few weeks off. And there's no, there's no notice. It's just like, I can't work for this period of time until I can get over whatever this issue is. Right. And then I know of some other people, and this is the sad part is that again, they ignored it. They ignored the recovery. They ignored processing through it, getting the help to go through it and committed suicide. Oh, um, wow. And then another one that, you know, we were just talking with that came very, very, very close to committing suicide as a result of the burnout. Uh, it was even telling us, you know, he said that he, he was there, he was ready. And then somehow got pulled out of it and is like, I need help. I need, you know, I get through this. But again, it was from that burnout and that extreme stress and anxiety. All of these stories kind of came together within the period of time that I was kind of processing through all this. And I thought, I don't want to end up like these people. Right. I, I just don't. So I'm saying it this way. Burnout is very, very real. And if you are someone who is dealing with this or you know someone, do not ignore this, okay? Um, I'm, I'm assuming many of us have currently, we have burnout or that we've had burnout, you know, recently. I, I really would... That's just my assumption, right? Sure. I don't know about you, Captain, and or anyone else listening or watching and all that. Every time I've not, not every time, most of the time, how are you? What's going on? Oh man, I'm busy. That's usually the response you get. And it's like, okay. I can relate. Yeah. And you start to go, <laughs> why? Why are we so busy? But it's a badge of honor. Oh, dude, yeah, dude, you should see what my schedule's like. And then they start riddling off their schedule, and you're just like, is this cool? Like, do you like this? This not stopping until, you know, getting up at 7 a.m. and going until midnight every night? Like, do you like this? Is this fun? Okay, yeah. I can't relate to that level, so uh, well, never mind. I, no, I, I retract my, I retract <laughs> my, uh, yeah, I've, I've been there. I, I retract that, sorry. Everybody has different levels, by the way, but I, I do know some people where they're literally scheduled back-to-back nonstop every single day. You know, you'll be like, hey, can we can we get together with you? And it's like, you know, yeah, in seven months. And you're just like, dude, seriously. But it's this... I think this badge of honor, I don't know what's going on. And then here's the other thing is that when, tell me what you think about this one. I, I think this is kind of interesting. The people that are not as busy or they're maybe not as successful, you know, I feel like society and people tend to look at those people as losers or even failures. Not always, but I see it. I actually do. I've seen it. I've heard it. I've sensed it. But as well, if, yeah. I don't know if you've seen it or not. I have personally, I have not, um, but you, you put yourself out there more than I do. So, uh, yeah. I don't doubt that you've seen that, but I've, I have not personally gotten that, that sense strongly at least 
where good. Good. people who are not super busy are ostracized somehow or looked down upon. I haven't, I have not experienced that yet. I had three meetings locally recently too, actually, uh, within the last probably four months. What? Which is one of the reasons why you would know this uh, more than I would. So Well, and not to mention, too, you see their physical immediate reaction, too. You know, it's different if, if somebody's saying something behind your back or whatever. But um, one of the guys, not kidding, I, I was meeting and, and they were, you know, it's podcasting stuff. And, you know, I'm thinking like, well, here's what I'm doing. And, you know, this is also during the time where a lot of businesses were cutting their marketing budgets. And so they were shutting down their podcasts and it was all at the same time. And so it's like I was losing clients because they right. were shutting their podcast down, right? Right. And so I was kind of like, you know, but, and this is, this is the thing. It's like asking, it's like asking a woman, how much do you weigh or how old are you? <laughs> like you should be slapped if you ask the, either of those questions, right? At least, at least from, uh, from this perspective of our generation and earlier generations. <laughs> absolutely. Should, it's so I don't rude, know if that's right? still, I don't know if that, that still holds or not, honestly. I don't know. Uh, I don't, things I don't are know. very different now than they were just even 20 years ago. So, but this is what people say. Uh, they start saying, well, how many listeners do you have to your podcast and how much money do you make? And I'm just like, these are not okay questions to ask anybody. <laughs> I'm like, this is kind of personal, you know? But so they start asking that and I'm like, how do you answer this? Do you just say, I'm not going to answer that question. What kind of a dumb question? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> All that being said though, it's, it's amazing to me how we live or die by success and busyness and that kind of thing. Hear me when I say though, that it is healthy and natural to have responsibilities to take care of yourself and others, uh, you know, having a purpose in life, knowing that, you know, that you want to be a blessing and an impact to them, right? That's a good thing. So I'm talking about being busy is bad, but doing things for the good at all that, that's, that's a good thing. That's a healthy thing. So, you know, when somebody says, well, I'm not busy, you know, I don't that. Okay. Whatever. Right. But being a deadbeat, being a mooch off of someone else, having no purpose in life, shirking responsibilities because you're, you know, I don't want to do it. You're lazy or whatever. Obviously that's terrible. That's not good or healthy. And I think there's too many people that think, well, I don't want to be busy. So I'll just do this. It's like, no, 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 there's a balance. All right. Have your purpose, have your responsibilities. And then also don't be busy because I think those people are the wise ones. They might have a full life, but they're not going crazy, stretching themselves too thin, and they have time for others, and they have time for the important things. They've established a balance, and that's important for everybody. I mean, balance is really the healthiest thing you can achieve in your life, uh, to be honest. And then that's that's just a a given, right? I mean, that's one of those those incontrovertible truths about about human existence is that you have to balance all these things to get the most out of life. So I agree. I've been seeking wise counsel and advice and I've been learning a lot from various people and all that. Um, also learning from those who have ignored the burnout as like, don't do that, you know, but I am listening to some of the advice that others have had about how to rest and recover from this. And so I'm going to be doing that, but I wanted to share a few things. So if you are someone who is currently dealing with burnout or maybe you have, and you haven't dealt with it properly yet, or you know, somebody that has, these are a few things that I've learned. In fact, I've got five things here. I'm going to be trying all five of these myself. And so I'm just going to pass them on to you in hopes that maybe they'll be helpful to you as well. Um, but we'll see, right? So the first piece of advice was to take at least one full month off from everything that drains you. And so if, you know, if, if it's work or work-related activities, do that, right? Um, it's okay to have fun. It's okay to do activities that energize you or, you know, or life-giving and that kind of thing. They fill you up but it is essential to take off from everything that basically burns you out. Three months is actually ideal. Um, for wow. some people that I know, and this is fascinating, is that it took eight to nine months to recover from serious burnout. These are people I personally know. And um, in fact, one of the guys was sharing that he took the three months off 
He came back, thought, I'm good to go, but fell right back into the old habits and behaviors of burning himself out. And right. then that's when it got into the depression and the, you know, uh, attempted, I, I don't know if it was an attempted right. suicide, but getting down that path. Right. And, you know, the the warning to me was be careful on re-entry, you know, be aware <laughs> of that kind of thing, you know. Um, it's interesting yeah, that's to hear tough. that. Yeah, because you, you don't know. It's like, well, I, I think I'm good to go. And then you come back and you realize you're not. And so being open right. to, you know, uh, well, okay, so here's, this is interesting having the support necessary, but this actually goes into the science behind this. And this is something, Chris, thank you for sharing this. This was incredible. You have to retrain the brain. You're actually, the attempt of taking one to three months off completely. I mean, we're talking a total work boycott. Captain, have you seen uh, Christmas with the Cranks? No, not yet. Okay. I've got my Christmas stuff up still. So I just, you know, <laughs> in that um, it's actually based on a book too, but it's the idea that they're taking Christmas off to go on a cruise because their daughter went away. And so, they're like, oh, you know, it's just going to be us. Let's go on a cruise. Let's save money. Let's not do anything Christmas. But it kind of turned into this, like, the catch is it's a total boycott of Christmas. Like, nothing <laughs> Christmas. And then it turned into this whole kind of ridiculous Good luck thing, with but, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but in this particular situation, and this is healthy, is that this is a total boycott of work-related activities, meaning shutting the email off, making sure that nobody can get a hold of you from a work-related thing, in not even if it's an emergency, like, too, too bad kind of thing. It's interesting, and this is going to be hard for me because that's something I've never done before. But again, going back to the science is it's to, to create new neural pathways in the brain because right now, at least for me personally as an entrepreneur and the host of this show, I cannot not think about this show or business or what's next or, you know, like we should do an episode on this or whatever. Like I, I can't control myself. The brain, it's like even if I'm in the middle of watching something I'm excited about, like for example, Captain... Episode one of The Last of Us. Oh, Whoa. dude. I'm watching this and, and my brain immediately goes to, we should do a, a review on this. And then I started thinking about my show and then also, wait, what just happened? And I had to go back yeah. and rewatch. But I'm like, it is a habitual neural pathway in my brain that I cannot control where my brain goes. And so I'm always working. And so yeah. the science is you have to, you have to kind of cold turkey it so that you can create these new neural pathways so you don't habitually go back to those places. And that's what my friend was even talking about is even after three months, you can go right back to it by accident. So, so that, that makes total sense to me too. I mean, if I, if I were yeah. even able to take a month or two off from my job and not have it all pile up while I'm off, which a lot of people can relate to that. Uh, yeah. A lot of people, some, like if you're in the medical field, maybe you can afford to do this uh, if, if you're financially secure. But if you have a job where your to-do list keeps building unless you keep chipping away at it, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I would have trouble with that. And if I did take some time off, I would, I would inevitably fall back into the old habits and, 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 and whatnot, because it's, it's the nature of that particular job that I have. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So what I have to do to is, is instead of, instead of taking a lot of time off, I have to concentrate on when I, when I get done with work, I don't think about work anymore. And that's what, mm. that's what's my saving grace basically. Yeah. Yeah, you I'm know, able to not think about it. It's, I think that's actually the blessing of a job versus being an entrepreneur mm -hmm. is that most time, most of the time, most people can at their stopping time, they can just forget about their job and then go about their life. Most people, not always, but most people can. Right, right. As an entrepreneur, most entrepreneurs can't let go. You just, you, you yeah. never stop. And I think that's part of the reason why entrepreneurs tend to burn out or uh, people in the ministry, people as pastors or, you know, whatever. Same thing. It's like they, 
they never stop. They're always trying to to be a, a benefit to someone else and to help someone. And they never stop. They're never off. They're always on 100%. And so they tend to burn out too. And that's actually kind of an interesting, interesting field yeah. for that reason too. But um, no, I, I agree with you. And, and I think that, um, you know, this is why I've, I've not been able to take this kind of a, a, of a leave of absence essentially for 15 years is because I've never been able to either. But mm. finally, it's like, if you don't, it's going to just get worse and, and it could come to a head and then it could be permanent. And so that's where it's like, you, you just need to do it. And right. If you lose yeah. people, it is what it is. You, you know, take care of yourself at this point so that you can be better for everyone else at this point. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know, Hey, if we lose all the listeners and, and if I lose clients, I have to be okay with it. And it's not something I want to do, but it is something I kind of have to do. And so I think there can be a time where regardless of what the the consequences are, the risks, you, you've got to just do it because yeah. which, which risks are worse. But third thing, after a period of time, it is okay to discuss the what's next scenario. Uh, it's okay to allow that, you know, being, and, and here's the other thing too. This is something I found interesting, being open to what's next. You know, when you're in the thick of it, you know, you're just like stressed out and burnt out. You can't see anything clearly. You just can't. Right. And so when you step back, you take your rest time and all of a sudden it's like, now you're kind of open to, Oh, you know, I could, I could do this or, and maybe you go right back to what you were doing and that's a good thing. Or maybe it's something completely different because you couldn't hear it when you were in the grind. And so something right. to be open to, which I think is cool. That makes sense. Yeah. Fourth one is not caring what others think in the middle of this. You know, most of the time I think people are going to be very supportive. Sometimes they won't. So don't care about those. And then the fifth one, and this is another thing, this is just me, kind of my thoughts here is you're not broken. You're not a failure. You're not weak because I think a lot of times people it, especially in our society, they tend to think that you are a weak person. If you are dealing with this, you have a mental illness Maybe you do, but maybe you don't. Maybe you just burned yourself out. Because let's be honest, dude, humans are not meant or designed for this level of busyness and stress no. and intensity at all. We're not meant for that's, it. That's that's where that's where I can really uh, relate in in how I think about things. Is that yeah. it, it, people, the human, the human psyche is just very, very, very new to this whole paradigm that we are all used to now of yeah. this, all this stuff being thrown at us in, in social media, in the media and uh, with family, with friends, connectivity, uh, all that stuff is very unprecedented for our, for the, for the animal that we are and yeah. the brain that we have. And so burnout is a, I mean, I don't know that burnout was a general uh, phenomenon you know, 50 to hundred years ago and be, and before, mm, yeah, I'm know. not sure. I'm not sure if it was as much uh, as, uh, nor was anxiety and depression and all that stuff. That's, that's all blossomed in the last 50 years or less because of all this stuff that we are also, yeah. because of all the, 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 uh, all the stuff that's bombarding us all the time, all these yeah. different things that we have to deal with just, just, just to live. I mean, yeah. and, and it's, you you right. have to literally take you have to like you're saying you have to make a conscious decision to disconnect yourself from it, and and abide by that decision, yeah. In order to even have any hope of really trying to reset your brain, so we've seen it in other cultures over the years, but uh, it's it's relatively new to America. To be completely honest, I mean it, it's always been there to an extent, but usually people who deal with this kind of thing were were few and far between, and now it feels like everybody's dealing with it. Right. Which is a lot more people now. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of it, I mean, a lot of it is truly a lack of boundaries. And that's exactly what something I've been dealing with is that I'm just too nice. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've done so much over the last 15 years, really. 
And if I look back to, okay, we went through some pretty traumatic situations, you know, that we dealt with, but we never really rested and recovered from because we didn't, we didn't, we couldn't, you know, but then right. it's like one of the other problems I've had is that I love encouraging others. I mean, that's, that's why we do the show. I, I love uh, helping others to have a better day and also a life in general. You know, I love doing things for others too. And as a result, what's happened, I volunteered so many hours, so many hours and including the show, by the way. And this is not, this is not, but I mean, really like we do not get paid to do this show. I put in an average of 40 ish hours a week into this show for nothing. Really? It's stupid. If you think about it, it's completely stupid. I love you're crazy. I am dude. In fact, I've literally had people say you're, you're kind of an idiot for doing that and it's your own fault. And they're not wrong because I love doing this show, but there is no well, reason that I should be doing what I've been doing. And it's a lack of boundary. It's a lack of, you know, protecting myself and my time. It's just because I like, oh, I just like being nice to people. And I'm like, I got to stop being so nice because some people, they appreciate it and it goes acknowledged and it's a good thing. Most of the time, people just take advantage of it. And so sure. then you just get used and abused. And I don't think anybody, well, some, some people do it intentionally, maybe some maliciously. I think most people just don't even think about it. They just go, well, right. I'm getting it for free. So, you know, I'm just going to keep asking. It's a conscious thing. Yeah, of yeah. course. And it's just like. It, Again, it's also part of the culture now. I mean, it's, it's it a, is. it's a, it's a very take, take oriented culture that we're all, that we're all immersed in right now. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, uh, we've done the show six and a half years now and it's been a labor of love and except for a few instances, by the way, and you guys know who you are. Um, I've pretty much done everything myself with the show and it, it burnt out. And so, you know, I was thinking about this, that, and by the way, this is mostly the back end work of the show. So it's the production, it's the editing, it's the the thumbnails and the graphics and the publishing and the blog posts and the coming up with creative titles. And I mean, it's all the stuff that I do that does not involve sitting behind the mic. This right here, what I'm doing with Captain Influence, this sitting behind the mic and in front of the camera, this is what I love. This is life-giving. <laughs> it's energizing. Everything else that I do, I can't stand it. And, and it's like, we used to have some help with it back in the beginning and that's what kept it going. And then those people were, you know, they had to leave, they had to move on to something else. And so then I had to take everything on and, and it killed me. So yeah. that's the issue. So the combination of that burnout with the back end stuff of the show and then going through all the stuff over the 15 years. And then again, all that giving, like I said, unfortunately, you know, this goes back to the filling of the cup. I've been pouring my cup out to others and others have not been pouring back into my cup. And it's supposed to, it is supposed to be a give or take really. If your cup is empty, you are useless. And as I've said, my cup's been empty for years and it's like a little crack in the bottom of it. So if anything gets poured, you know, poured into it, it just kind of leaks out. That's, I'm not kidding. That's what it feels like. And so, um, without getting too negative and getting into specifics, like you can only do that for so long. And so that's, right. I'm, I'm at that point right now. So what does this mean for the real Brian show? Let's just get into this and go through quickly. And then, um, we want to talk about avatar and, and go from there, but, um, we're going to be taking an extended break from this show, uh, from putting out episodes. Just, just to say this, uh, and that, that may be, we know we're not coming back before April 1st and no, it's not an April fool's thing. It is literally like, that's the time <laughs> we're giving. Um, we'll definitely come back in sometime in the beginning of April, at least give you an update on where we're at. We may stay gone for another month or two after that. I don't know. I mean, it really comes down to, I have to be open to what is needed to rest and recover. And again, I love this show. And so here's something that... <laughs> I do believe in miracles and I really would love this miracle. We have asked for, um, you know, help with the show 
over the last year, you know, the years actually, and even recently, and especially at the end of 2022, we were saying, can you please help on Patreon? Can you please help on, on buy me a coffee? And, and can you please help with your actual time and talents? Again, the, the behind the scenes stuff that I was talking about. Um, if those needs were met, I would do this show. I would continue to do this show. I wouldn't stop. I wouldn't take a break. In fact, I'd do a daily episode because <laughs> I would just, <laughs> I love this stuff, you know, but the more content that I do, the more back end there is. And so if somehow miraculously the needs were met, like either we just had this like influx of, of Patreon support, we could hire somebody to do that stuff. I'm in, we'll, we'll keep it going. Or somebody comes in and says, dude, I do video editing and I'd love to just take this on for you and do all the back end publishing or, you know, whatever. Right. I do have somebody who actually has offered and thank you by the way, um, to, cool. to do some, uh, of the graphic stuff, thumbnail oh, and stuff, nice. okay. but I'm not going to commit to that until we take this rest time. So I gotta be honest, like if, if the help came and, and we were able to share the load kind of equally and the burden was taken off of my plate kind of thing, then I, I wouldn't stop doing the show. But because it's all on me right now, this is why I have to take this break. And so right. unless a miracle happens, which I'm hoping I'm hoping, um, then we're definitely not back until at least April and we'll, we'll go from there. So what I really want you to know is that I appreciate each of you. I hope you understand where we're coming from on this one too. And for those of you who have dealt with burnout or, you know, someone who has, you understand, I mean, you really truly do. And we don't want to take this break, but we are. I would ask you this, please remain subscribed to the real Brian show, the podcast and the YouTube channel, because we're, we're coming back. And also for those of you who have been supporting on Patreon and buy me a coffee, please don't stop because in order to keep this show active and, you know, basically available for people to listen and watch and stuff like that, we still have to pay for that. Um, you know, it's not something that's just free for us. And so that does help to kind of cover the cost for all that. And so please don't stop because we're now, if for some reason we should decide that we're done with the show, I will contact each of you directly who do support and let you know that. So you can make the decision from that point forward. I, I just want to be honest with you, but in the meantime, please don't stop if, if you're able to keep going. And then again, for those of you who are currently dealing with burnout, I really, truly hope that this was helpful and encouraging. I hope these ideas and just talking through this because, you know, you might feel alone and like, ah, oh, nobody, I can't talk about this. I can't be honest. So do not hesitate to reach out to me directly. Happy to, uh, you know, Hey, let's go, let's go through the, the burnout together. Let's talk about it. Let's help each other. I'm happy to do that. Seriously. Even if you're not going through the burnout, I would love to hear from you. Um, I do want to keep in touch, even though we won't be putting out new episodes. All of our contact information is on the website at realbryanshow.com. Please email me directly. If you have my number, text me. I don't give it out to everybody, but if you have my number, text me. Um, connect with me on social. I don't care. However you want to connect with us, but please go to the website. Check it out. You can do that from there. But looking forward to being back rested and recovered and uh, ideally stronger and with a renewed purpose and vigor for the next chapter. So that's that's my goal. Um, and we'll see what happens, but there you go, Captain. But now let's get into Avatar, dude. Um, okay. I want to hear about Avatar, and then maybe if we have uh, an extra minute, we'll we'll briefly talk about the first episode of The Last of Us because uh, that's <laughs> very briefly. Me. But yeah, yeah. But go ahead, Captain. So if you haven't seen it already, I, I've got to say it was definitely worth seeing. It was a great sequel to the original movie, um, and I have to admit I, I liked the original better, but only because it was so new and exciting back in two thousand nine. And dude, can you believe? That it's been over 13 years since no. the first movie. <laughs> I can't believe. 14, dude. But, it, but that being said, to me, it feels like it's been longer than that. I, For some reason, I had it in my head that the first Avatar came out in like the early 2000s, not 2009. So uh, this the sequel is supposedly the first of several more, by the way. And then it, it definitely ends with a 
with an obvious, yeah, we're going to keep going. Okay. Um, it, it maintains a lot of the style and elements of the first movie, uh, including the score, by the way. So it really feels like an extension of the first film. Uh, wow. That just got delayed for 13 years. Yeah. Uh, that, for me, uh, and this delay was just too long. I agree. Yeah. My my brain has changed in the intervening years. Of course, all of ours have uh, to some degree or another. And I was I was kind of unable to really geek out about this movie like I did the original. Uh, I mean, when the first movie came out, I was very excited about it. I got it on DVD. I watched it about 20 times. Uh, on DVD, I, I saw it tw- probably twice in the theaters in 3D and all that stuff. Remember the whole 3D thing, Brian? Remember that? That was really big. That was my first <laughs> experience with 3D was the original Avatar movie. And it really? was so distracting that I didn't like Avatar for that reason. So then I decided to go back okay. and rewatch it without 3D. And I was like, okay, this is better. But I was I was one that wasn't blown away by the original. But I will see the second one. Yeah. So I, I say this like I, I'm kind of I'm kind of coming off like this was a negative review. Not at all. This this is not a negative review. The, the, the movie was fantastic. I really liked it. Uh, it's just that I my pers- personally, I'm not as excited about it as I was about that world of Pandora and all the characters in it as I was back in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, they did bring back a lot of the original actors reprising the roles as side characters, which I thought was a lot of fun. Uh, and, and a little surprising, but the, the plot is really just more of the same, uh, big, bad corporations raping a natural world for resources and the locals are defending their homes. Yeah. Same, same overall plot as the first movie, except in a different setting and with different things that happen. That doesn't mean it's just a a, a photocopy of the first one. It's just very similar in its scope. So, uh, Honestly, if you liked the original Avatar, uh, I definitely recommend this first sequel, uh, as well as 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 it's well worth seeing. Uh, but it wasn't nearly as mind blowing as the original, in my opinion. So okay, there you go. Yeah, thank you. Well, I intend to see it, and I'm not rushing to the theater to see it. That's I mean, that's one of the reasons I haven't done it. I I would like to because I think seeing Avatar in the theater is cool because of the magnificence of everything. But um. Yeah, I mean, the first movie to me, uh, we walked out and I was like, dances with wolves in space, essentially. With some changes. That's that's kind <laughs> of what I got out of it. A little bit. A little bit. It just kind of has that feel. You know, it's the the big bad America, you know, like you said, um, taking over the the natives land, you know, at the time and same kind of thing. And then, you know, one person right. goes native and Kevin Costner goes native versus uh Sam, what's his name? I don't know what his name is. Uh Anyway, the, the main guy, Sam oh, Worthington. There you go. He's oh. the main guy. Um, he goes native, you know, to the the Navi. Nav- Navi? Navi. My gosh, oh, it's been so no, it's long, Jacob. Dude. His name was J- Jacob. Uh, yeah, his, 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 uh, act, the actor's name is Sam Worthington. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Anyway, but regardless, it's it's kind of that same thing. And for me, it felt old back in 2009. So if they're still doing that, it's still good. But you know what, though? Um, it's still a fascinating idea. And I, I still think the imagination of James Cameron in this is really cool. And so I, I still want to see it. And I'm excited, too. For sure. Thanks for yeah. the review, man. You'll like it. Really, really quickly, because um, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up and head out right now. But um, oh my gosh, dude, uh, the Last of Us. So first of all, I'm not a zombie fan. I really never have been. I'm, I'm over it. Yeah, I've I and I've been over zombies for way, way, way too long. And the fact that they keep making stuff has really frustrated me. I did, however, play the beginning of The Last of Us at a friend's house many years ago, and I remember oh, going the game, right. Yeah, the game. And I was like, this is really exciting. And it is the first part where you're playing the main character with his brother and his daughter and all that, you know. Um, and that's all I played. But And then I had to go. But I was like, oh, my gosh, this was really exciting. Yeah. 
Never played it after that. It's finally coming to PC. I am interested in playing it now. Finally. Finally. Wow, it took, took them what, forever to port years that or something. Jeez. No kidding. And then they are doing a show on it, which of course Mandalorian's in it. Um, the girl, uh, yeah, oh my gosh, I'm played. spacing her name because I can never, but anyway, she was, she was the worst witch in the original worst witch series before they transformed oh. her. And then of course she's been in uh, game of Thrones as well, but right. she's a great actress. Fun and she's British, by the way, and her American accent in this is fantastic. So nice yeah, job. I didn't, I did not know she was British. So yeah, that's, yeah. It, it's pretty cool. Um, she's anyway. All the actors are doing a good job. But so I, I, I was kind of like, okay, what my limited knowledge of the actual story from the video game was that they pretty much followed it almost to the T. Oh wow! Okay, in, good. in the first episode. Now again, there's probably some differences. I don't know that much. Uh, that's pretty much as far as I got. It was like, oh yeah, that's about what I know and. But I got to tell you, I was sucked in. I was blown <laughs> away. And they deal with the whole zombie thing for the first like eighth of the show, eighth of the episode. And then there's really not much after that. I mean, like maybe a scene or two here and there, but it's not about that. And then what I was coming to learn later is that apparently as the game goes on, it's less and less about the zombies. And so I was like, oh, well, now you've got me intrigued. So I will definitely watch episode two. It was phenomenal. Holy I can't God. wait. I was blown away. I can't so you wait. liked it too. Yeah. I loved it. And, and, uh, I just, the thing I, the, the biggest thing I got out of it was that the, you know, the, the zombie apocalypse trope has been yeah. kind of, mo, mo, everyone kind of does it as a virus. Uh, and this time they did it as a fungus. And I thought that yeah. was a really cool and very obvious yep. uh, switch yeah. because, you know, there are fungus that can take over ants and other insects uh, and, and kind of take them over, like mind control them. And then they kill them to, to reproduce. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and I, I just, it's just, to me, it just felt like it's good. Even though I know, I know yeah. it just felt like it, it was more realistic with a fungus being the, yeah. being the culprit instead of a virus. So, and that's, yeah, that's what they did back in the game. And that was something that I used to look into. And I was talking to a friend of ours, Johnny pistol shot, who, uh, yeah. you know, he's a horticulturist and stuff. And he was saying that, you know, Cordyceps, which is what they use in this. Cordyceps take over the ants and that's what they, is the virus. But I mean, cordyceps are a mushroom. We eat them and they're heart healthy. They're good for us. Um, and so I was talking to him about that and he said, you know, the thing about ants is they have no immune system. So of course they're just going to easily be taken over by something like that and controlled. And he goes, but humans have immune huh. systems and we fight that kind of stuff off that ants can't fight off. Interesting. Yet, yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of like it could be realistic, but probably not. And so it's kind of the it's just it, that actually is one of those things that I nerd out about because it's like this is a cool concept. But would it really happen? Probably not based on the way our immune systems uh, fight and, and overcome and stuff like that. But it could. I guess you never know, but I don't know. I would could, love to, that's one of those things mutate. I want to dive into and go crazy and just like, OK, would this really happen or not? But anyway, well, there you go. Fun show. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you seriously for joining us. I mean, I really appreciate it. I hope you understand all this. Please reach out. I'd love to hear from you. I really would. Actually, silence is not golden. Silence uh, feels like uh, lonely and kind of like you don't, you don't care. So if I'm being completely honest, I really would love to hear from you. I know we both would. We'd love to know what your thoughts are on this. And I hope, I hope you do understand and can continue to, you know, again, stay subscribed, stay supportive of the show and that kind of thing too, because we, we do want to come back. So in the meantime, yeah. though, um, thank you. Thank you for six and a half years so far. We got more coming. Just need a little break. And uh, we can't leave you, though, without a glorious moment from the captain here. Deep thoughts with Captain Influence. If your grandma gets her cats stuffed when they die, 
Try arranging them in a mock battle. Next time you visit, it will freak her out. Mm, you know what the music means. That's well, kind in, of in, scary. In, in this case, the music means uh, until next time. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that is. I don't know when that'll be. April sometime. It's a mystery. Yeah. Hmm. 2023, by the way, for you time travelers. Thanks for joining us, though. Have a glorious couple of months. Stay in touch. RealBrianShow.com for all that. Real Brian Show is signing off. See you soon. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.